All right, we are here with Coach Chap, Anthony yeah. Chapman. One of the many A's, that's yeah. for sure. I just deleted the last uh, recording because I called him by his brother's name. You confused me with the ginger. Yeah. So, Coach Chap, 20 years old? 21, as You're of 21? last week. What? You had a birthday? Yeah, oh. November 28th. Well, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Um... So, those of you that don't know Coach Chap, Coach Chap played for me uh, as the pitching coach back in 16, 17. Yeah. I still coached you. Yeah, I only year. pitched my sophomore year for you. So, so freshman year is when I started yeah. and you started? Yeah. 15, 16 season? And then through the off season. You didn't pitch? No. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh-uh. No. Thank God I started, or else I wouldn't have played any more baseball. Well, you, you pulled the Maxwell. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't pitch till sophomore year either. I was in the outfield and it was boring, so I was like, eh, yeah, I want to do something more exciting. I didn't even know how to throw from the windup or anything. Well, Somebody had to teach me like the footwork. Like what? I pitched all the way up until uh, I got to the program, and then you know I was too scared to keep pitching, so I stopped, and then I restarted my sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go back. When did you first start playing baseball? Oh, man. I started playing baseball my uh, probably my kindergarten year, so about four or five years old. T-ball? Uh, yeah, T-ball with uh, NYS. It was, you know, pathetic type of baseball. I, my dad coached the team. It, it was I, – I don't remember much from it, but I remember it wasn't too great. And then – um. I moved to Spring Valley Little League for the rest of my Little League. So you kept playing. So you played every year? Every year until um, my eighth grade year, and I quit for the entire year because I was burnt out. Yeah. And then I uh, played basketball for a year, and that was that was a good time. But I started too late, so I didn't really have uh, yeah, the toolbox. And I then did you, did you start with Sierra Vista? That summer? Yeah, so in, uh, I think it would be 2014, I played uh, my 7th to 8th grade summer when we had a juniors team in uh, Legion. And then uh, that year after... Is that bronze? No, actually, there was, there was actually four divisions back then. There was only about four of our teams, four teams in the, the Valley. It was like us, Basic, D.O., and one other team where they had a juniors team. It was just basically seventh and eighth graders. Who was the coach of that team? That was uh, Coach Eric Nichols. He's uh, one of my friend's dads. Coached that team. Cold, Cole's dad, dad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how'd that go? What'd you, know, you, what'd you play? Um, I played first base mainly, and I played a little bit of third base because uh, it, it was you know it's just juniors, thirteen, fourteen, you baseball. You know, there's not a lot of talent and. and you just kind of play where there's holes, and I did okay. It, it really, I really fell in love with baseball again, you know, and the and the grind of baseball, because in little league you really don't have anything to play for, and I think that playing for the high school really geared my mental side of baseball back in, you know, caring. Because back then Vista was still huge powerhouse type school. That was, I think it was the summer after Selby quit, so the field was still. It was there was one more I think I think Selby was thirteen. Yeah. No. 
14 season. Yeah, so it was the summer after the, his last season. Yeah. Yeah, so the field was still, you know, immaculate. Yeah. It was – and all my old time growing up, I was – my only goal ever in baseball was to play for Vista because, you know, it was a big, huge power school when I was growing up, when I was in my uh, 7, <clears throat> 8, 9, 10, 12, you know, U seasons in Little League. I mean, it was it was intimidating because you knew that if you weren't good enough, you weren't going to play there because it was a Right, I mean, you were probably school. what – fourth fifth grade when hager and, and that whole team with uh, well, 2011 yeah so probably 10, 11 fifth and sixth grade yeah so i mean it was very much it, it was it was definitely a tall task so my only goal was to make the vista team i didn't even think about college baseball all i wanted to do was play for the school and it, that's how big of a impact they had in this little community back then because there wasn't a lot built up around here when i was growing up right so um after that summer you went into eighth grade. Yeah, and I quit baseball for that year, so I didn't play like I didn't play like um, f- fall ball or spring ball with the little league because I never played uh, club ball. My parents uh, wouldn't let me. I think it was just uh, you know was it was a big a, deal back then. It, it was, but uh, you know I was I, I was the firstborn. My parents had me young, so I think it was more of a. I'm not going to pay for something for a 10-year-old that I don't know how far he's going to go in baseball anyways. What's right. the point in the commitment? Have him play Little League, which back then Little League was still competitive. So it wasn't like now you go watch some of these Little League games and it's 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 borderline pathetic watching them. Is it? Yeah. I mean, because most of these kids, the good kids play club ball year-round. They find a team and they play with it. Some of them play all the way through high school with the same team. What were the teams back then? Uh, for club? Yeah. Uh, the Vegas Venom was a huge team. That I'm pretty sure that's the team that rolled into LVR. Um, LVBA was a big team. Right. Um, the Titans were actually pretty relevant back then. The, they've made a little bit of a comeback. When I was playing in high school, I don't remember them ever being anywhere, but um, they're starting to come back around. Uh, I know that we've had a couple guys that have played there, a, guy, a couple guys that have left and gone and played there, and uh, I have a kid who just came from there. So I guess they're – What about SN? Was SN big back then? I assume not that I remember though. Yeah. I mean, I didn't play club, so it's just the kids that I played with, whatever teams they played with. Uh, oh well, no, yeah, SN was relevant because because Creeth played there, and I played with Creeth my last year of little league. So yeah. And then uh, summer going into freshman year, you came back out and played. I came back out and played. Um, that year, I dropped I think thirty thirty five pounds. Because I weighed like 175, 180 pounds oh, in the seventh, chub chub, seventh huh? grade. Yeah, and then I I grew about three <clears throat> inches and dropped like 25 pounds, 30 pounds. When you play basketball every single goddamn day, I mean, you lose the weight quick after baseball. So yeah. I came back, and they didn't even like recognize me as the same kid from the year before. And, yeah, I played that summer as well with, uh, with Coach Eric again. Uh, but in bronze, we had two bronze teams. Okay. Yeah. And that was... Was that 15? That would have had to have been 15, yeah, because I would have turned 15 that year. And yeah. I showed up. <clears throat> I think I showed up that summer. I can't remember because uh, back then it was the Aces, our gold team. So uh, Lloyd ran the silver team. Moyes ran one of the bronze teams, and Eric ran the other bronze team. And everything that was gold was Aces. So right. so Bubolts ran yeah, those I, teams. I feel like I helped out Moyes. I just kind of showed up. I, I, I just, can't remember, to be honest. Yeah, I can't. It's, I wasn't even on that. It's not that, that long ago, but my memory. I'm yeah, getting well, old. summer ball. 
Um, and then you roll into freshman year. Yeah, it, it, freshman year was it was scary, man, because you know I, I never really had a ton of talent after I left little league. Like I wasn't anywhere impressive or whatnot. So it was a grind, and we had a lot of kids. I think we had like 25, 26 bodies my freshman Did year. Did you know all those guys? All like of them. In your grade. Did you play with any? I of them? knew them because of Legion. Most of the um, year before. Both years, the, yeah. the year before, and that um, my very first Legion year when I was on the juniors team, we practiced with the bronze team. Um, you never played with them before eighth grade. I played with a few of them. Yeah. I played with Kreeth. Um I played against Alex Shavira, uh, Isaiah Williams. I played with. Now Alex was, was with. Um, was it the Scorpions. He was with the Scorpions in Little League. He played with the Venom. Yeah, I remember. I remember meeting Chavera after a uh, yeah. Scorpions game. He didn't play Legion with us until he was in the high school program. Right. Yeah, but I knew him, and he was a he was a friend from school. So I, so you knew some people. Yeah, yeah, a couple, like three. But everybody else, I well, like everybody else, I knew from Legion because most of our product was coming from Piccoli, and we were from right. Spring Valley Little League, so it was way more Piccoli kids. Right. Okay. <laughs> And then that season, or would you, would you play that year? Uh, I didn't play that year. I mean, I, I played first base, but with a twenty-six man roster, I mean, we didn't see the light of day. Really, we may have played, we may have gotten that bat or two a did tournament. Did you make the spring team? I did make the spring team. Yeah, uh, I, I remember the only thing is we used to have to run the the mile. The seven, I think it was seven minutes that year. It was uh, yeah. And I, I was so. scared so shitless that I ran like a six oh five mile. I've never ran <laughs> faster in my life. Well, you know, and I, I still have the same belief. I go, I'm never gonna get cut from a baseball team for something that has nothing to do with baseball. And running has nothing to do with baseball in my opinion. Yeah. But it's a commitment test. And I'm not gonna fail the damn commitment test where there is kids that are better than me that's in baseball. What, that's what some people didn't get from yeah. that. Um that's what it was. It, yeah, that's you know, all it, it wasn't just that. It was, you know, we, we want athletes. Yeah, and the seven-minute you know? mile is and if, baseline. If Coach Maxwell can run a 645 in high school, yeah, yeah. so can everyone else. Yeah, now we just have to run 10 poles in 10 minutes, and I yeah, I mean, it, kids it, can't do it. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely what you said. It was a commitment. To that's it. all it, it is. Wasn't and, and when you're in the program, I mean, you don't really realize that as a kid, but it's – I just knew as a as myself that I'm not gonna not make. The, I'm, if I'm gonna get cut, it's because I'm not good good enough at baseball. It's not because I can't run right a mile. Right. So that was always my mentality with everything in in high school when I played. So that was spring '16. Yes. That's when I. That was my first year, and that's when the varsity team we made it up to the state tournament and yeah. lost on a walk off, which was yeah, it was pretty um, devastating. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I didn't talk about it with Chong. We kind of skipped over it, but, uh, you know, it was my first time. It was my first time coaching in the playoffs. Uh, and I think I was, what was that, my eighth year of coaching, I think. You know, I coached in uh, Arizona for six years and then in Washington State for a year. And teams that I had coached you know we never made the playoffs and so that was the first time and to get so close to that you know it's it, w- it was bad which yeah. is why you know this past year if we would have lost again on a walk-off 
it would have been uh, it, it was close <laughs> it was nerve-wracking that's it, for sure it would have been devastating but uh so then you go into summer before sophomore year yeah on silver was we had that's when we still had the no no, I played brought so that year was that the year that the that was the year that we pulled away from the aces. Are you sure? Yes, because all we had was a silver and a bronze team, and and so the varsity played silver. They yeah. pulled, they pulled a legacy. Yeah, they pulled the bullshit. And yeah. then the JV team played bronze, and we performed <clears throat> like we were a JV team playing bronze. We beat the hell out of everybody. Right, and then uh, we made it to the championship and. All I remember is uh, we dropped a, I want to say it was an 11 spot. It may have been a 13. It was one of those two odd number spot in the top of the first. And that's how most of our games went that summer because we, uh, we were. Who was coaching that? Was it TJ? No, it was Moyes. Moyes and Ragsdale. I was coaching the bronze? Yeah, because uh, Cap coached the silver that year. Oh, did he? Yep. Man, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, so, and then uh, we dropped an 11 or 13 spot, and then Gorman matched us. The only other team playing a JV team in bronze, right. obviously, you know, because that's, you know, that's how they that's how they roll. We did it because we didn't have a gold team, but, uh, and then and then they tied us in the <clears throat> bottom of the first. But we ended up winning that game. So, that trophy's up there in the press box. It was whatever. Yeah. It, it didn't feel legitimate because it wasn't our age bracket, but we yeah, that's, won it. That, that's the problem with Legion at the time. I, 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 you know, we left Legion, so I don't. I can't remember if they changed or not, but you know, gold was nineteen U and silver, and silver was nineteen U. Yeah, which is horseshit. That makes it no was. sense. It's one of the reasons why <laughs> I left it, and then. Bronze was 16 U, right? Yeah, it made no sense. It didn't make any sense. No. That's, again, that's why I left and uh, switched to Connie Mack because, you know, you have, you know, teams playing. You know, we would always play gold as your varsity team. Yeah. You want to play graduates. Half of the teams played graduates. I didn't like playing graduates. You know, you're done. Go, yeah. you know. But, again, I played after I graduated that summer. Um and some guys want to play, but in my mind, it's we got to get ready. Yeah, we can wait till fall to get ready, but you know, I was, let's get ready now. Well, the let's biggest see what we got now. The biggest issue wasn't the graduates; it was that freshmen going into their sophomore year of college could still play because you're still 19 after right, your freshman that. year of college. And so varsity teams were playing silver. Yeah. And so we would play our JV on silver, and we get so wet. now our JV is playing varsity teams. Yeah. So that was kind of the issue. Yeah, and uh, Legion, and yeah. there was no uh, zoning rules, so you could stack well, your. There, there were. Well, they didn't. They didn't work. So when Do brought those Rancho guys yeah. down, Rancho was supposed to play at the closest team that had a Legion team. Oh, I see. Which I, I assume would be, I don't know, Legacy or, or Clark. Or, Clark had a Legion team every single year. Yeah. So, you know, that that stuff too, another reason why we left. And, you know, just if you're going to yeah. do it, do it the right way. Yeah. You know, I, and I, I think I think Dio won the national championship. They lost in the, the finals. <clears throat> they lost? Hell of a run, though, man. They, they lost won. to Maryland. Oh, did they? Uh-huh. That was, was great to basic, watch it. Basic won it. The, yeah. A few years Didn't get ago. a lot of coverage, though. Like the Do one did, and maybe it was just because I cared more because they're our rivals. And we watched it, but and I played with all those guys throughout Little League and stuff, so yeah. it meant more. 
Um, and then you go, what, sophomore year yeah. was 16-17. 16-17, yeah. The debacle, the, the shit show year, right? So, yeah. you know, I was still the pitching coach. Moise was the new head coach after Sherm left. And then we had a sort of an uprising, I guess you can call it, a coup. I like to call it a coup where uh, our hitting coach wanted to basically take over the program and yeah. got some players on his side. And we had a big meeting the Friday before tryouts, the day before tryouts, and basically was told that we weren't preparing the team for the spring because we were doing too much field work. Uh, and I don't know what else. Would, I mean, that, that I think was pretty that was much the, the, the main argument. Which was bullshit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it all comes down to, in, in, in my regard, right, because I left that meeting and I resigned. I resigned right there at the end of that meeting. And do I regret it? Not now. You know, maybe a few years ago um, because of the talks that we've had, you know, with, with me kind of leaving some of you high and dry without a pitching coach. I think that's probably the biggest regret I have. Um, but I'm somebody who can't be talked to like that from a 17-year-old. Yeah. And um, when I have people in the room – that are the head coach and the principal of the school, you know, not really saying anything, at least that I wanted to hear. Um, I was like, screw this, you know? And when I went out to the field to get my keys, because I gave somebody my keys to open up the field because practice was starting. This is right after school. Yeah. Um, and that coach, yeah, you know. He was there. Was there. And, and, and again, he had been basically fired because of his hitting philosophy. Yeah. And that's how all this started. Um, and when he was there in his, in his baseball uniform, like expecting uh, for the principal to, to make him the head coach or, or whatever, yeah. I, I almost lost my shit. And so I, I, I held my tongue, grabbed my keys, said, see you later. And then I guess when I left, the principal came down with Moise and basically told him to get the fuck out of there, and him and his kid got the fuck out of there. Um, but again, it, you know, it, I'm a hard-ass man. You know me. And I just I didn't feel like the support was there, and so that's kind of why, you know, I left. Yeah. And um, I left and went to Arborview and then Centennial, and then I came back. But, uh, you know. That year wasn't terrible, though. I mean, you guys got you guys got swept by Dio in the first because that was when we had the three game series. Yeah, and you which, guys got swept by Dio, yeah. and that was kind of the argument. We weren't preparing you for Dio. Well, um, I, I was. My, my, the pitchers were ready. You guys, uh, the pitchers were ready. I had done my job. What the head coach does, uh, that's not on me. No. So, I think you guys won fourteen games that year. I don't know. I was on JV still that year as a sophomore and you know most of that stuff didn't really affect us down there um because ragsdale was a pretty solid coach and you know he nobody had problems with him 
at all. There was never any turmoil down on the JV team at all. We were th- there was a few issues with how uh, certain kids were sent down, and it butchered some other people's playing time, which ultimately hurt the development of our pitching staff a ton. Right. Um, but we didn't feel much of the what was going on up there, other than other than you being gone, because we didn't have a a pitching coach anymore. Because right. no matter how well Ragsdale may have been or good at pitch coaching pitching and whatnot, he can't coach pitching and run a practice at the same time. Right. I mean, I do. I coach my team alone, and I mean, you got to be really, really damn smart about how you schedule practices if you want to get everything covered. Right. And it's borderline impossible. So I didn't blame Ragsdale for anything, but that void, you know, ultimately hurt us. And with those three pitchers coming down and starting in three-game series weeks, it hurt me and uh, two other pitchers pretty bad when we were expected to be the three starters that year. And we were supposed to get four or five Did innings Did they have that much pitching up there that they could drop those three guys down? Yeah. It's not. I don't think it's as much of that as they had no role on varsity. So they were going to be like bullpen pitchers. They probably pitchers. wouldn't have touched the field. Oh, okay. Because they didn't need them anyways. We so finished the season without. So I mean. So my philosophy, and at least one of those, one out of the three guys is still one of my boys. But my philosophy is, if you're not good enough to play baseball when you hit a certain age level, you got to get the hell out of there. You got to cut the kid. I don't care if he's played in the program for six years. Or you keep him, and you just don't play him. You don't send him down and waste development of. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on, like, so my philosophy on that is, you know, obviously I like to keep the freshmen and sophomores on JV and then juniors and seniors on varsity. If you have huge numbers, right? Yeah. But you have some guys who can throw, and I don't know who these guys you're talking about were. You don't got to tell me. It doesn't matter. But if you have, you know, kind of your bottom varsity guys who are juniors, yeah, and you think that they're going to help you next year, like that's the key. If, if you think that they're going to be the dudes next year, then I would drop them down. To get the work. It's, it's almost like Fernando. So when I dropped Fernando down, I didn't drop him down. I said, hey, you can go down. Or was that you? I wasn't on that team. Already that, I was already right? on varsity. You were on varsity already. You know, so Fernando wasn't going to play that much varsity. Yeah, sure. But I said, hey, if you want to play more, go down there. Because I thought that he would possibly help us out a little more as a senior. Yes. So I think that's the only... That's the only determinant. You and know, if they're not going to help me as a senior, yeah. then you cut them. And I think that makes sense. But in our in our case, we were a sophomore-dominant JV team. So sending juniors down ultimately means you are going to take time from a sophomore. Whereas, like, for example, last year we kept a junior on JV, and we were a freshman-dominant JV team because we had problems with sophomores that weren't, you know, getting the grades done or whatever. So that junior didn't come in and take a spot from a sophomore who potentially... I did that? I dropped... I don't know if it was you or me and Pete or what the ultimate decision was, but... Who was it? Alvarez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did but he, he throw? But, but he... Huh? He threw? No, no, I'm just talking oh. about in general, taking oh. a, a roster spot. Right. But he didn't... He didn't... 
negatively impact anybody's progression because everybody was still freshmen. We still have a whole nother year of development with those kids. Right. Whereas in our situation, me, well, I'll just say it was me, Tristan, and, and Kenny Sanawan, and we were actually playing up with varsity through the off season. We had spot starts and spot relief appearances with varsity. So technically, us and these bottom tier guys were getting almost equivalent playing time with right. varsity in these tournaments. Whereas I think we we played in the opening tournament with varsity, and then we moved down. I think it was the border battle. We played with varsity, and then we came back down to JV, and then they sent the other three dudes down with us. That was nineteen, right? My first year, second year. My that was that was the year that you left. That that sophomore year. Oh, so you're talking about 18. Yeah? Yeah. That's the year Paolo won, second year. No, no, basic one back-to-back years. You're talking about winter, spring of 18 when I was yes. when I was in there yet. Yes. Okay. And then you left in the spring, right? It was the, the year that you before. left. It was huh? the year I left. Yeah, because I was a sophomore the year you left. Okay. Because you coached the first year. That was the state team. Yeah. Second year was... Um, so those guys came down, but you went up. You and you, yeah, you we had up, spot, starts. spot starts. We had spot starts, and we uh, we even threw in relief a few times if they had a couple guys missing. Do you think you three were better than those guys they brought down? Was oh, that kind of the issue um, too? Like relevancy to our age level, for sure. I think that we if we had a whole season, we'd have comparable numbers. Yeah, I think Tristan was better than all of us. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. When he was on, he was way better than any of us and there was even talks of Trista going up um, not that year but um, my junior year um, and he should have um, but I think that they were still kind of holding on hope that he'd hit that year right which you know obviously he didn't end up he didn't end up becoming a massive contributor hitting but in that time you know he's kind of like a 275 hitter when, when he did make contact it was loud but um, I think he would have helped my junior year team a lot because yeah he was a good arm he had a lot of talent yeah. and I think especially down when we were younger, uh, he used it well. And he was still very focused on, right. you know, what mattered. And I don't know. I never had problems with him. He was he's always good to me and, you know. But So that summer? It hurt. That summer uh, of 17. Development of us. Okay. Yeah. The summer of 17. So that whole spring debacle is over. Okay. The, the seniors graduate. Yeah. What's what's the feel that summer? So that's my sophomore going into junior year. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. What? Was it was it positive going into that summer, or was it still kind of uh, from the spring? I think it was okay. I think that there was a lot of uh, hope for that team because we performed so well as freshmen and sophomores on JV when I was a freshman. I think we went twenty six and one or twenty five and one. Yeah. We lost to Spring Valley. I think that was it. Um, and we we wallet we like we smacked teams like it was. There's a lot of talent on that team. Lots. Shafton was still there, right? It, you had Shafton. Before he went to Boulder. You had Cooper Cottrell. Cottrell. Damien. Damien. Um, um, Maurice. Who's the... Who's our boy in, in oh, the outfield? Cody. Cody. Cole yeah, Pepper. monster. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Keanu was hitting well. Yeah. Um, then you had Sonny. We had Josh DeGuzman and... Uh, DeGuzman. Delaney. It's a pretty good catcher, one, two. You don't usually have... It's hard to find reasonable depth, right. one-two at catcher. And then uh, I'm obviously forgetting people. Sonny was good on the mound. Sonny, uh, Sh- Seth. Shavira and Kreeth both. Obviously. Yeah. But um, Kreeth quit um, that year. 
that fall. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Which you know, whatever. But uh, but yeah, we had a lot of talent. You know, and that was my in my high school career. That was our chance to win state. Was that year? Was my junior year? That was our only chance when I was in high school to win state. And you guys won eight games. And we won eight games. Let's get to the fall. All right, so summer's over. You guys do all right in the summer? Eh? To be honest with you, I can't really remember that summer. All right. I remember that the fall was great. I think we went 4-0, 3-1 in almost every single Vegas Valley tournament we played in. Um, I don't remember who the one through four was. It had to be Damian, Alex, Seth. <clears throat> and I think I was the four that year. If I recall correctly, I mean, I ended up being the four in the season, so I assume I was. And we went, well, I pit, yeah, I was probably the four. I, I started almost every tournament on the mound. Um, and, man, we, we we killed the Vegas Valley teams. We just would lose the first game of the, the playoffs because we're a high school baseball team, and you're not supposed to have no. 14 pitchers <laughs> yeah, on a team. Right. So, But no. we performed well in the offseason. That's, that's the fall creep. Quit. That was the fall Creeth left, yeah. I don't even think Creeth started with us in what the did, fall. What did you hear about that? I mean, I'll talk to him later you on. You know, um, I didn't really start, you know, talking to Creeth until we played together. We played Little League together, and, you know, it was whatever. Right. You're not really friends with anyone in Little League. Like, I wasn't. I was kind of like... He, did he say anything? I don't remember. I wasn't on no. varsity, so you gotta you got to uh, realize that. I, you, I were, didn't. you were on varsity that year. You were a junior. Yeah, but sophomore to junior year, he quit in the in the transition. So I never played a game at Vista with Creeth because he was on varsity since he was a freshman. Did he play varsity that summer? I don't think so. No? I don't think I ever played with Creeth until my senior year. Okay. And uh, But we knew that it was, a, it was a punch in the gut, you know, because we're expecting, we're expecting Creeth, Damian, Alex, or a- Alex, Damian, Creeth that year. Right. And at that time, Alex and Damian are both coming off of really solid. Yeah, Chavera had a great seasons. sophomore year, and that's that's our expectation, right? And then you're expecting uh, the pen to be all these other guys, you know. And and you know, when you play high school baseball, you got three starters. I mean, you're realistically going to win two out of the three games, even with a mediocre pen. And I thought that we had enough arms in the pen to clean up the gaps but the fall went well i mean the fall went great and i mean that's kind of i think it's kind of a a false sense of hope though the fall and winter because the vegas valley competition isn't realistic which is so weird to think about like when we played we played some of those for 4a at the time right at the time yeah i mean 4a 4a now it's it's well no because we were in real 4a well we're in the 5A at right, the time. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's not really realistic competition. I mean, you, you do you, you play LVR, but even that summer or that offseason, we played LVR. Alex started against them, and we lost 2-1. I mean, so we were rolling. Like, we played a 2-1 game against LVR, and that was when they had uh, Agassi and, and um, all those guys on the team, and Agassi threw against us. Right. And we, we won, or we lost 2-1. So we had a great fall, great winter. Um, there wasn't really... From what I remember, I don't remember too many rumblings in the off season. So what happened in the spring? This is what this is eighteen. This is eighteen. We're, I think the spring the, of eighteen. The biggest now. issue was we had a coach who was very what's the word? Well, he just wasn't like he just never seemed like he wanted to be there ever. The parents saw it. He, we saw it. 
he just didn't seem present, if that gotcha. makes sense. Yeah. And uh, his staff was horrendous, the staff of one. So you got all these guys, okay, and you got, well, you lose Kreeth, so you lose your three guys that you're supposed to have. And now you got a bunch of guys in the pen. Wait, who's the other two? Ale- well, you lose you lose one of the three guys that you're okay, supposed to gotcha. have. So you're, you don't have your starting three that you're. So now we're looking for a third for the season, and uh, I the hitting coach Martinez was brutal. Nobody liked him. He was an asshole. He he didn't gain the respect of anybody. He was kind of a shit talker, and uh, I don't know. I just I had a different mentality than some of my teammates, but. It wasn't like a positive situation. Like the way that everything was ran, we had two coaches running the whole practice. Right. Um, they weren't really, didn't seem bought in. Head coach liked to mope a lot, walk around, head down, didn't really engage with anybody, engage with the parents. Um, and I think it just rubbed people the wrong way. And we had a few guys that I feel like. But this wasn't going on in the. No, in the off season, it was more when we started rolling into the the, the winter. And was, I think that was it got, there something that happened. Was there an incident? <laughs> was there a game? I think it was kind of just people were just getting fed up with the way that sh- stuff was ran. I mean, were you starting to lose and like people were getting in the winter? We started up. to lose because but we I mean, started in the spring. In the spring, you started to lose, and you're, I mean, eight wins. Obviously, there's a lot of losing going well, on where people are getting a lot of the stuff was sorted out before that. So in in the winter, when you're rolling into like the border battle and right. stuff. Like, uh, we always counted that as our spring, too, because it's not, you're not playing club ball anymore. These are other high school teams you're playing against. And we didn't do well. Like, we got we got pummeled, I'm pretty sure. And uh, one of those games was when Cody quit. And it was, you know, you, you could say whatever you want. the border battle? Huh? I'm pretty sure it was in the winter. I don't think he made it to the season. Oh, really? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I may be wrong. It may have been the opening tournament of the regular season. But it was in a tournament. Because uh, game one, he... Uh, I think he K'd three times, and uh, I think he was swinging hard on third strike. Whatever. I mean, whatever way you look at it. I mean, he was our four hitter, so whatever. Um, And then he gets benched the next game because the coaches are telling him, shorten up, you know, do a job, and he gets benched. And then his mom and him had a problem, and they quit. They hit the road. Um, And, you know. Because he got benched a game. Because he got benched. And, you know, it may have been the way that it was – um, there wasn't delivered. Was there other things? I mean, prior things. You know, you'd have to ask him. Yeah. Because you know, I, the way that team. Another problem with that team is we kind of were like in factions. You know, we kind of had like our own cliques. Yeah. In the team, and you had my clique where we were. We just had guys that didn't hang out together and right. didn't gel together, and you had a few that were tweener ground guys, but there was definitely two cliques. On right. the team, and uh, you know, so I don't really know what happened with Cody because I didn't yeah. hang out with Cody a ton, and I didn't really know what he was thinking because I didn't really talk and then to Cody. There were more players who quit that there was, season. There was, uh, well, Josh DeGuzman quit. Oh no, he played that year. No, 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 he played. So uh, the only other person that quit that year, if I remember correctly, was Seth. And uh, yeah, I mean it. it the tensions rose because Cody quit. I'm pretty sure. Right. And then that side of the clique right. was unsettled. They weren't very happy with how things were going because, I mean, Martinez and Moyes, they're both kind of smart-ass 
kind of guys and they they tell you off in a smart ass way and if you're a guy in the game and you're like into it and you got your coach being a smart ass to you it might rub you the wrong way we're we're borderline adults at this point we're right. we're, we're you know grown children basically and it rubbed seth the wrong way seth got pissed off and he quit um now is this how far into the season is this fuck it had to be decently far into the season because seth was rolling um he had it had to be he had to have a sub two five era i think by this point in the season he was our best arm alex was having a down year damien couldn't get it figured out on the mound and seth was our only you know rock in the starting rotation and uh you know losing cody our four hitter uh debatably the best hitter on the team when he's on and a pretty good outfielder a a fantastic outfielder yeah um that you know as a team you're like well shit we just lost our four hitter well you know did you guys kind of mail it in once seth left the younger guys didn't yeah because I think there's just there was just a different mentality based on these kids, and some people just see things differently. Right. I didn't even agree. I, I had some falling outs with good friends for a long time, um, because after Seth quit, I stood up and I I spoke up because nobody else was, and I spoke up at, at the end of that game when he quit, um, and a lot of people didn't like me for it. Yeah, well, I think we had this talk before. You know where I said, you know. It's almost like parents. You know, you don't have control over who's going to coach you. Yeah. You don't have a say in it. Yes. You go to the school, and who are the coaches? That's yes. the coach. And that and, was my mentality. And, and at that point, you guys should just play for yourselves. And that was my argument. Yeah. And they didn't like me for it. <laughs> because I think it rubbed people the wrong way, and they thought I was standing up for the coaches. I could see that, yeah. Because I, I stood up. But the first thing I said is, it says, I'm not supporting either one of these. I, I think I called them motherfuckers because right. I didn't agree with them. They were horrible fucking coaches. And I'm not stupid. I'm a smart dude. I, I can see it. I mean, I can manage a game better than those fuckers. At the time, I could have. But I stood up and I said, I don't agree with these guys. I go, but here's here's the thing. I go, how in the fuck can we agree with, with you know, Seth or Cody? It's like... You guys just want to roll. You just want to roll over and lose. I mean, this is our only chance. We're going to win state. We're not going to win it next year. You didn't win it last year. I mean, and, and I was basically saying, I mean, you got to play for each other. Right. I go. I, I think I said Seth's not quitting on 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 Moyes. He's quitting on us. That's the problem. I go. Seth's our only dude who can throw a baseball on this team, and now he's gone. And you know what? Maybe he's pissed off at Moyes. And I go. I don't give a shit how Moyes feels. I go, but now we don't have Seth. Right. You're quitting on each other. You're quitting on your boys. Like this is this is what we have here and, and now. And my whole mentality always was play for Vista, win for Vista. And it it rubbed me the wrong way to see guys quit on their teammates. And I understand, I don't I mean you have shit coaches. But god damn, like I don't care how bad those guys are, we were still good enough to win baseball games. Yeah, I like mean, I said, I mean you, you you made a good point there. You know, it, it's about the the program. Yeah, that's all that mattered and, to me. You know, and coaching, just like teaching. You know, you're a bad teacher. You know, it could you could hate a subject because of it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and baseball can be the same way, or football, or whatever. You know, it's like 
if you just happen to have coaches that aren't at the level that they need to be for the program, then you're going to have issues that, you know, you either got to say, hey, fuck it, you know, let's just go play baseball. Yeah. Or you can let it, you know, affect you. Yeah. And, and it seems like you had some guys that it affected. And I had good that friends that really didn't like my opinion. And I didn't talk to him for a long time. Not because I cut him off, but they cut me off. And it was fine with me. And Moyes even came up to me after, and he's like, I appreciate that. And I said, I, I don't want your fucking apologies. Don't talk to me. Because I didn't care about Moyes. He did, we did not, I did not give a fuck about him or Martinez. It didn't matter to me anymore. Because they, they were the reason why shit was falling apart. I mean, we had guys that maybe their mentality wasn't there. But... Um, you're bullshitting me if uh, if Sherm doesn't leave that the same things happen. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, no way. I coached some of those some of those guys. I coached Seth. You know, I coached. Uh, see, Cody never pitched, but you know, Chafton and um, Damian, obviously, and it was a talented group. Yeah. Was the work ethic at my level? No. No. My, you know, you know, you know how I am, and I think everyone knew who I was as a pitching coach. You know, I I demanded perfection. Yeah. You know, uh, and you know that's something that's unattainable. But yeah. The the work to try to achieve that. Yeah. Is the goal. Yeah. You know, you're never gonna achieve perfection. No. But you can work your ass off to try to get to that level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you know, like with Sunstrom, I love Sonny. Yeah. You know, as a human being. Yes. At the time, as a ball player, I wanted him to slim down. Yes. And, and increase velocity. Uh-huh. That comes with core work, you know, and weightlifting and all that. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes kids don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make you better. That's my job. Yes. My job is to make you better. This is how you need to... This is what you need to do yeah. to be better. Yeah. Now, you can either run with that, mm-hmm. just like the classroom. Yeah. Here's what you need to get an A. Yeah. You know, this is, you do this stuff, you do it this way, you're going to be successful. If you don't, yeah. you, you can still be successful. You know, Sunstrom, you just won't, you won't be S- Sunstrom is, is a very successful college you know, pitcher, you know. But, again, I, I just have this expectation. Yeah, and no. I think some of the the guys in your class what? Yeah, didn't class have ball. that, and that's that's what kind of rubbed me the wrong way with, with that group. And is. and I understand that, and I, I see it as a coach now too. And I don't know. There's almost a point where it's like even I just feel like those guys had a lot more respect for the previous coaching staff, even if they were you know didn't work very hard, um, then what we got right and i don't see him quitting especially for getting uh results out of what we're being taught and there was no results to be gained with that with that coaching staff none now do you remember when you found out he was leaving when i found out he was leaving oh fuck there was no way he was coming back no no chance was it summer early summer ball Oh, I before the school even ended. You know, honestly, you I think it was before the school even ended. But to be completely blunt with you, there was zero way he was coming back. There was no chance. Um, 
I don't want, I mean, I don't like to bash people, but there were some things that he said that were very um, unprofessional. Um, and they're very unprofessional to tell to a group of uh, technically minors, young men. Right. Um, and we, we, we knew, and I don't want to. Did you ever say anything? Do you want to say if you ever said anything? About what? Like to the admin? Like did, oh, no. Are there guys that like no. went to the. Oh, there were guys that did, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that there was. But the thing is, is, is the way that that all broke down like shattered him which yeah don't be a whatever but you know uh right he 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 broke down and he told us things like uh i'm not gonna say it but he told us things and we're we're just kind of sitting there like what the fuck dude like really and now i'm here coaching it and i'm like there's no way yeah i would ever say some of the things that he said to us but us we knew there was no chance that fucker was coming back (laughs) so who coached you that summer Oh God! Blackwell, wasn't it? Blackwell and Ruben, De La Rosa, his dad. His dad. Yeah. Now was was that still was that gold? Now uh, did we finally get back was to gold? gold too? So silver when they had the two gold divisions. Oh, because everybody has to be a winner. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that summer go? Uh, it was a fun summer. I mean, it was it was a no progression summer. Nobody got better. Nobody got worse. Nobody got better. It was just a waste of time. Yeah. You didn't have somebody coaching us, for real. You didn't have somebody coaching who was going to have an impact when shit mattered. So, and I can, I see that now. Like, if I'm not coaching for something that matters, like, how hard am I really going to coach? And they didn't really coach. They were, they were, they managed the games. And we go out and have practices. Um, and I think that Blackwell brought a lot of uh, a baseball IQ things. And I knew that he knew what he was talking about. Whereas Ruben was kind of... Uh, not my favorite guy, and we butted heads. And, a you, ton. And, and you guys had no idea who the new coach was going to be. None. No, there was a rumor that there was some dude coming from Georgia. Um, it was. It was kind of like at that point, it was kind of like uh, we had no hope. There was no hope to be had. <clears throat> I mean, and it didn't matter who came in. It's an impossible task to win the first year. It's impossible. So we were kind of just like, we kind of threw in the towel. I mean, when I, we didn't throw in the towel. We kind of threw in the towel mentally, probably, before, you know, things started to change. Um, and I, I think it turned into more of a, and we kind of had a collective, uh, this is kind of for all of us, each other. It's if we want to go play, we got to play for ourselves at this point because with the group we had, we weren't winning a state championship. It doesn't matter how well we performed. We were not going to go in there and beat Basic or Do with that team. No way. And then I walked through the gate. Yeah, so I was warming up. Uh, I think it was against Liberty or something. I'm warming up, and fucking Kenny's out there talking to me. And I don't know who was catching me at the time. Oh, it was Parker. Jack was catching me. And you walked in. I looked over there. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, it was a whole summer of us playing by ourselves. And well, I had I'm, my SV hat on, right? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think I said, like, what are you doing here? Like, what the fuck are you doing here? And you said, I'm back, and I just couldn't stop. <laughs> Me and Kenny, like, couldn't stop. I couldn't take anything fucking seriously after that. It was hilarious. And we're just laughing. And then we went back to the dugout, and, like, Ruben and, like, fucking Blackwell were all, like, I don't know. They looked like they were, uh... <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. And then, like, 
and then I team. Or I don't even remember who was on that team still, but whoever was was. You well, know, I walked into. We were, the, we I walked up and I walked into the dugout, and I remember Chewie was there. Yeah, Alex played a little bit with us. I think was Damien. I think Damien, Damien played his the year after, there. and Sonny may have been there too. And I I remember I was just like, hey, what's up, boys? I can't remember if I said I'm back or. You said I'm back to me and Kenny when you first yeah, walked yeah, through yeah. the gate, and that was fine. I said I'm back. <laughs> That's all I said. I didn't. Uh, I assumed you'd figure out. Yeah. What was going? Yeah, on. Yeah. Well, we had no clue because it was just the Georgia dude, and then we had no. I mean, that's all that, like, I think Angelo came down and said there was somebody that he's looking at from Georgia. And we're like, well, it, it, to us, it didn't matter who was coming back. Right. Unless it was Selby, really. You know what I mean? Or, it, I mean. Whoa. You didn't think it was going to be me walking through that game? Fuck no. You didn't want to be there <laughs> when you left. So who, who, we, you had, know, we had no inc- inclination that you would come back or no thought that you would come back. I never, you know, I think about. What happened in 17? I never really thought what you guys would think. Yeah. You know? Um, I never thought that there would be any ill will or anything. Was there? To you? Yeah. I was, disappo- what, I was, what was disappointed. What, what was the thoughts after um, you knew that it was going to be me? Well, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know. No, you can be honest. That is, like, kiss honesty. your ass or anything, this but you were probably the only guy left that n- knew anything. And whether guys like to admit it or not, because you were hard-ass to some of them, I mean, that's the truth. And I think that a lot of us were just disappointed because it's just because we had a lot of POs at the time, like a yeah. fair amount of POs, and uh, we were disappointed because we didn't have anybody else. When I left. Yeah, I left. mean, that's what I said. I mean, and I, we were disappointed. That was my that was my one regret, especially after talking to you after that. Yeah, you know, was because you know, I didn't really at the time you don't really realize, you know, I didn't realize I didn't realize it. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to have a pitching coach now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at the at the time, it was right before the season. Mm-hmm. So, I thought even with me leaving, you guys still had the philosophy. You had everything that you needed for yeah. the spring. Now, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like at least, yeah, you know, not the in-game stuff, tweaks and all mm-hmm. that, but you had the basic stuff. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, that next summer, obviously, that whole next year, nothing. I assumed you would have a pitching. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to coach with those guys. But I assumed. Yeah. I, I assume that oh, you know they're going to have a pitching and, coach, and, and that's it'll, it'll, that's it'll be fine. They'll and, find somebody. And, you know, it's not like I was the greatest or whatever. Like they'll find somebody, and you know. Yeah. So it wasn't until I talked to you later. You know, after I got the job, and I think not even when you were a player. I think it was after, probably after. You after know. you know when we were talking, you know about how it affected the pitching, and I was like, shit. Like I didn't, I didn't really realize it. To, to the level of, of what yeah. you were saying. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I regretted that, obviously, after. And, again, it, it depended on the kid. Right. And there was guys that had different viewpoints. Yeah, yeah, but, I'm sure some people were like, God, thank but God. Somebody, but somebody gone. like uh, like <laughs> like me or somebody like uh, probably even somebody like Kastner, I don't know if he was upset, but it hurt our development. So you're the only guys. one, chap. Huh? 
Most of the other guys could have gave us two shits. Yeah, I don't know about you know, that. I mean, I was hard on a, on a few of them. But us younger guys had way better mentalities than the one year above us guys. Yeah. And I, I think that, well, I just started to pitch. And I was only probably four months in. Right. And then he left. Yeah. And yeah, after that, it was me and Damien. And if Damien didn't know how to fix me, or if I didn't know how to fix Damien, yeah. we were we're lost. I'm lucky that Damien's a very smart dude and he knows a lot about baseball. Right. And I learned everything about pitching from YouTube and Damien. And I, my ERA probably tells that. <laughs> I had a way better junior year. See, so it's my year. fucking fault that you weren't a great pitcher. I don't think I would have been great. So you can say it. It's okay. No, you I don't think a, I'd be You would have been a better pitcher. I would have been a there. better pitcher. Right, Not take, a great pitcher. I mean, I threw fucking 72 miles an hour. So I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Well, <laughs> I had no pitching. Fuck coach, you, Maxwell, for so. leaving. But I mean, it it, it wouldn't have. I helped. came back, chat. It wouldn't have helped any of the turmoil though, because the the leadership was still the same leadership. If that makes sense, so I don't think any of the turmoil changes, but I think that uh, pitching development may have changed. The, and the, the pitching, obviously, you know, I was the program pitching coach. So yeah. I, you know, I spent all day back there. Yeah. So you know, you being a PO. Yeah. And we had a lot. We had like four or five guys yeah. that were dedicated to pitching. Yeah. And once you left, all we did every day was fucking... Moyes told us, he goes, you guys can run or do field work. So what did me, Schneider, Diego, Cole do? We stopped showing up to fucking practice. Really? What am yeah. I, why would I show up every day to, to clean the field? That's, yeah. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't let us take BP. He wouldn't um, let us take ground balls. Yeah. Well, so what am I supposed to do? Sit there? And run for two and a half, three hours well, a day. You could have did some TCUs, and you didn't have TCUs back then. No, <laughs> we had no leadership. And if yeah. if if a coach tells you, "Well, you're a PO, figure it out," I'm gonna say, "Well, fuck you. I'm a I'm a throw and leave." So I threw left. I think Mondays were our uh, PFP days. I did my PFPs. Right. I threw my and pen. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but but I miss three practices a week, and that's not yeah. my. Right. That's not my MO. I don't like You should have something to do every day. I should. Whether it's conditioning yeah. or... But if the practices you know. are three hours long and right. you're telling me I can't participate in anything else, why are we going to show up to do fucking field work for you, Moise? And we did for a month or two, and then we were like, we'll, we'll see you. And we came back, you know. Yeah. And that was during, like, the fall. So it's it's very minor shit that you're really doing. So we threw our, we threw our pens with no pitching coach. By ourselves, he set aside time for us to play catch with each other. Yeah. Basically, See. so you know, it all worked. My out. bad. Now, nah, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. It's kind of cool. You know, the thing that I look at is, you know, what what things have turned out, how they turned out. If I didn't leave and come back, you know how the world works. You know, yeah. <clears throat> Did it happen for a reason? Kind of deal. And, and sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Because I probably would have been the head coach anyway after Moise. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, so, think that, I don't think any of the, the turmoil and quitting shit changes if if Moise is still in charge. Well, if, if those seniors don't, if those players don't have that meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, but that was before my time. But it's weird, you know? I was a sophomore, it, so. It's just weird how the world works. You know, the path yeah. that, that we go on, uh, you know, you take these off ramps yeah. and then you get back on. And, yeah, you know, and you know, I, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I look at it as, uh, you know, all I ever want to do is win a ring. And it is what it is, but uh, 
it, it just the, it just wasn't right. It just didn't work. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. Re- I don't regret anything. What can I do? I can't go back in time. Well, uh, you know, it, at least you know I got to come back before you guys were gone. And it was a good send off for and, us because we had a pretty. Yeah, I mean, bad junior year. I remember when I got the job. I think I texted Creeth that day. Yeah, yeah. I think I texted. I think him you may right have told after. us that you're gonna try and get him back. And I said, I'm coming back. You know, yeah. you're going to play for me. And he came back, and uh, I knew we had a good one-two punch with Javera. Yeah, um, that helped the morale for sure. Yeah, and, and winning eight games that year, we probably should have won 14, 15. Oh, yeah, we didn't. We, we blew a couple games. Yeah. We couldn't finish, you know, the – the centennial game, the no hitter that Chewy was throwing, we kind of yeah we couldn't score a guy, you know we had multiple times where we had guys on second and or third and couldn't get it done yeah and I think Liberty I think we lost two to one to Liberty then there was the shit game against Coronado where we gave up that big lead yeah. um, it, you know but it, it I knew going in. You know, especially after that first year, I knew we were we were a couple years away with those young guys. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the COVID bullshit hit. I. But. Uh, I think that year we took. It depended on the guy again, but at me specifically, I tried to take a leadership role because I don't know. I that that was the important thing. Was the only way we we're gonna win is if we could figure out how to get five sophomores to produce right. <laughs> and that's that's an impossible task and it's not we're not do we're not basic where you could have five sophomores who are ready to play baseball but it's crazy because the only reason those guys played was because we had a small very small senior class junior class and junior class yeah our, our, we had a small we had seniors we had a small contrib- contributing senior yeah. class but we had you know only i think maybe three five three or four well we had those two that ended well, up they quitting quit. so but, three or five. Um, they didn't quit that year they quit the next year well, jack got cut yeah. that year though so you know there are certain circumstances but i knew jack that we weren't going to win a state title first year yeah you know, it just doesn't it doesn't matter how talented no. you can. I mean, the Silverado guy almost did. Well, you know, because you have two two arms that throw ninety five and seniors that contributed heavy right. offense. So I knew going in that, you know, we would just see what we got. Yeah, this spring, your senior year, and then try to compete. Yeah, uh, the next year, um, but knowing that we we're going. To stay at 4A and all those teams are going to go up. Yeah, I knew that 2021 with these guys with all this time, if we could figure it out and put it together, it'd happen. Yeah, and COVID hit and then we're like, oh shit, and then we almost didn't get a season last year. Yeah, and they finally gave it to us, and you know, mission accomplished, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and then you came on. When did you come on? Well, when did you start doing 14U? I started doing 14U the fall after I graduated because right. I noticed that was our whole that was that is the if we want to compete with DO and if we want to compete with Basic and we want to compete with Palo 
you have to have a feeder program. There's no ifs or buts. Yeah, and not only that, if you want to win a 4A state title. That's what I'm saying. saying? Yeah. Because they weren't in 4A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, we might be up at 5A. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, you you have to have these pre-high school kids buy into the program and and like just like you did yeah i want to play for vista i want to play for vista yeah and i think before me yeah with that the coach before me people don't want to play for vista no no one did we wanted to leave but we couldn't we we lost some people it was a bad it was bad timing for us in our high school careers because if we were freshmen or sophomores we would have got the fuck out of here yeah but we couldn't we were trapped as sophomores through seniors and if we wanted to transfer we would have had our senior year somewhere which why do that? You'd have to go to another school and sit for a whole year just to play. Um, and we talked about it a lot. I talked about going to Durango because at the time they were better than us. Right. Because they, they, they had uh, stability. And they had some oh, guys yeah. that could play ball. Nap's been there forever. You know, and uh, I, I mean, I didn't want to play for Durango, but I didn't want to play for gotcha. what we had. Right. I mean, I respected the program way more than Durango's program. But we wanted to win, and I remember talking with Sonny and and Damian and Cole about it a lot, and we talked about it a lot. And it's just we were so close, like and to the end, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, and we still had the guys, like, right. and if somehow we can make a miracle happen, we can make it happen. Right. But yeah, with the fourteen U group, um, for a school like us who is the underdog when it comes to the big dogs. The only way we beat those teams is with by building team chemistry. That's the only way. Right. Because we don't have the product. We don't. And I don't know if we will for it's it's a, it's a decade long process. You have it's, to have It's just different. You know, it's when when new schools open. Yeah. They're usually in the more affluent neighborhoods. Yes. You know, Dio's a perfect example. Yeah. Centennial's a perfect example. Sierra Vista, when it opened, yeah. a perfect example. It was on the outskirts of town, Rhodes Ranch, all these nice homes, right? Yeah. You get a good coach, people want to come. You know, yep. the coach has a lot to do with it. You know, yep. they can either destroy the program or help it. Yep. And, uh, you know, we're just not on the outskirts anymore. It's a no. different vibe, especially after the 08. You know, the, the housing collapse in 08, 09. Yeah. Um, and then Dio opens, and, you know, you got all these bigger houses and more affluent people moving into yeah. Southern Highlands. and Yeah. You know, it's just, it's an evolution. It, and we, st- we still do lose a lot of kids. We do. A lot. I'm hoping that we are starting to get some back. We um, are, and, and more. I mean... But we're still losing guys, and we're still losing guys to Faith and, like, Meadows, which is... Right. Whatever. I'm not going to get into that whole thing. Whatever. Right. Um, but Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the public school system. I think that a lot of parents do not understand that their children decide their own fate. Okay. When you come here to Sierra Vista, if you're not hanging around with the bottom of the barrel bad kids you're not going to turn out like those kids i was here i, I ran through the, the honors and ap programs here i didn't come into contact with any problems right if you I had, keep in your lane so to speak and just stay with your baseball right? boys that's yeah. all you got to do it's that simple and that's all i did yeah. 
Never I think a lot of trouble. parents are like, yeah, they you just, yeah, which is crazy, you know. I think that, but I hear it, this it is, about the school. And it is what it is, and with all the shootings becoming more prevalent, it's hard to convince people otherwise. But yeah, I don't know. If you want your boy to play baseball, you shouldn't send him to the meadows. The meadows. If you want to send him to Faith, I understand. Well, you know, we'll if you want see. to send him to Gorman, I understand. But if, if, well, <laughs> we're losing guys to the Meadows. Uh, They're a two-way program we, or whatever. We play, we play them this spring. We better. Uh, well, I've played them. <laughs> I've played them three times, and they haven't competed with me. No. So. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'll play it is whatever. what it is. Um, and then I know you got to get to. Oh, I don't care. The last practice. It's a scrimmage. Um, you can handle it. So then we lost Austin. Who was the assistant JV coach? Yes, and you were kind of the uh, the guy yeah. to ask. Um, was that tough decision? Easy decision? Um, well, always since I've been here and knowing the Chongs, Austin was always we were always closer with Austin. Austin hung out with the younger guys a lot more, the guys under his age class, whereas Justin hung out more with uh, the older guys like Braxton and Whitey and stuff. Right. So Austin was always more around, and, uh, you know, he was a great guy. He was one of one of my best friends. He was a huge part of our friend group, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into all the, that year, but uh, when he passed, um, you know, it left a huge hole right. everywhere, not just in baseball. Um, in our lives um, and I I just remember I don't want to cry but I'm going to cry but I remember the first thing that I thought was he's not going to be able to coach my brothers and that broke oh my god I don't want to cry and, th- and that broke my heart like all I was hoping for was that Austin would because he, he always would he come down to, he, he was always at my house talking to Andrew and Alex and he was like I can't wait to coach you I, and they they wanted to be coached by him and I knew that him and Pete would would get would treat them the right way that they How'd needed. How did your brothers to be. handle it? Uh, Aunt Andrew handled it pretty rough because yeah. uh, he knew him a little bit more. He's a little bit more of an emotional kid too, but it was hard for him. It was really hard, and it was hard for my boys on my team too because um, Justin and Austin were around a lot my very first year because right. I was still trying to figure things out. I was fresh out of high school, and they helped me a lot. And a lot of my boys on that team, not just my brothers. Um, they took it pretty hard and it you know it it just shows how much impact they have on these people when my boys didn't really know them they didn't know them like i did or you did right but they broke down it it, it killed them so yeah. when when i got asked to do it you know it's a massive time commitment and relative to my 14u it's a lot more work um but I knew that I I had I knew Pete was going to be alone, and I knew that wasn't something I wanted to have happen, and I knew the hole that I had, so I knew the hole that the program had, and I knew that he he always told me that he wanted me to coach for him if he finished with Pete, so I couldn't say no. The program needed somebody, and I wasn't sure if that hole would be able to be filled, so. I didn't know how long I was going to coach here. I don't know how long I'm still going to coach in that spot. But I knew that I had to try my best to fill a hole that was unfillable. And, you know, I, I'm still trying my best, and it's it's hard because 
this type of stuff that Austin brought, I'm not that kind of person, and it's hard. Well, you don't have to be him. No, I'm not saying that I have to be him, but... You've done a hell of a job. The value that he brought to everybody, baseball, non-baseball, is immeasurable. So I'm just happy that I can help. Um, How is it coaching your brother or brothers? um, They're different, both of them. Is it easy? Is it hard? Well, it's easy because I don't have restrictions. And if I could coach every kid how I coach Andrew, I'd have a lot better of a baseball team. But I can't. So you, you what, bust his chops a little bit more than well, everyone else? you got to think I had Andrew for <laughs> one year um, alone. So uh, yeah. not alone, with Drew, but like, uh, without the program on top of right. Andrew. And uh, I was fresh out of high school, so I still was very much an angry person, a very competitive person. <laughs> I still am. But Andrew got the brute end of a lot of shit. And Andrew is much more fiery than I am. So we always butted heads that first year. He talked back to me. I benched him for the whole fucking tournament. We played a BLD. He botched three balls in the first two innings of the first game. He didn't play the last three games of the tournament. With Alex, um, he's different. He's a lot more. Uh, he's a lot more emotional. He lets things get to him. So I've had to learn how to coach him, and I can't bust his ass all the time. And last year I had to kind of coddle, not coddle him, but <clears throat> I had to. I had to be smart with the way I coached him. But then I, you know, I got tired of it, and I, now I fucking yell at him. And it's easier to coach those guys. Because what are they going to do, go tell on me to my dad? <laughs> right. My dad's going to tell them, what do you want to do, stop playing for AJ? And they're going to say no. So I love coaching them, though. And that was my, one of my biggest things of starting the 14U is I didn't have stability when I was that young. And just like me, my brothers never played club ball. So I was like, if I could start this and I could get Andrew and Momo through, that's going to be good stuff. And as you can see now, uh, my first group is, is already producing for you. Yeah. You have Austin now. Uh, you have Guevara. Um, and Andrew, Dylan, or Andrew Dallas and, Aust- or Andrew Dallas and uh, Ethan, they all produce on JV. Um, and having those two years with me is... You have two high school years before you've even played high school baseball. Right. And I coach differently than even club coaches coach. The commitment's massive. Um, Your mindset is massive. I'm not going to coddle you. I will tell you that you're being a puss. I don't care. And so when they get to Pete, everyone's like, man, you were way worse than Pete is. That's what they tell me. And it's it's crazy, right? Because you see Pete and you see me. But they've already been broken in. Yeah. And well, that's the, part of the job. And the most important thing is not the kids. It's breaking the parents in before they get to them. None of those parents are shocked by anything that Pete does by the time they're through me. Yeah, I mean, and it all goes downhill, you know, to me. Yeah. You know, to – we have pretty good parents. You know, there, there, there's some that are uh, more of a handful than others. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's what I need. Yeah. You know, I need – Coaches who aren't only going to prepare on the field. Yeah. That I need, you know, the preparation on the field, but also the philosophy. Yeah. The, you know, this is this is the Vista way. Yep. This is how we do things. Yep. Because <clears throat> if they can't get past you, they're not going to get past Pete. Exactly. If they can't get past Pete, they're not going to exactly. see me. So, um, you know, you taking 
that job over was massive. Yeah. And and the time commitment to do a 14U. And then, I mean, I, I know that doing two teams is, re, is insane. Yeah. And going to college. So I appreciate you more than I can ever express to you yeah. in, in regards to that. Um, but... Um, just to finish up here, what do you what do you love about coaching? You know, you, you you you're not that far off from being a player. Yeah. You know, I didn't coach. You know, I quit playing and after high school. I played. You know, that one one fall of, of college when I was 23. But I didn't start coaching again until I was 27. I was a little older. Yeah. What? How's that transition? What do you What do you love about it? What do you What do you hate about it? Um. I miss playing a ton. I miss playing a lot because I didn't play as well as I wanted to play. Um, and when I was when I was finishing high school, I didn't think I deserved to play. Um, which you know, looking at it now is stupid, but whatever. But coaching is a whole different ball game. You can't control anything once the game starts, which is right. It's hard, um, and I'm still so young, and I want to just I want to just do something, right. and I, I can't. Right. But uh, I think that, and I tell Pete this all the time, and he tells me I'm an idiot. But I tell him, I go, uh, I don't think I could coach. I think that this is the greatest age group to ever coach, the 13, 14U yeah. group. And it's hard as shit to coach these kids. Oh, yeah. It's hard. I, I would never do it again. Um, I hate it. But <laughs> I don't think there's any age group that you will see more development in two years than bringing a kid who has never stepped foot on a big field, and in a year and a half to two years, he's playing high school baseball. Right. And you see so much development from these kids in two years, physically, mentally, and skill-wise, right. that it's beautiful. And I love it. I, I've seen both of my brothers grow up through this, and uh, I'm happy because when I was in high school, I wasn't involved a lot with them. Because, you know, when you're a high school kid, you're kind of in your own world. You right. care more about yourself, care about your girlfriend more than your family, which is stupid. Right. Um, if she's listening, not because I hate you, but because <laughs> your family is very important equally to you, not not less. Um, but seeing these kids, and now I'm I'm in debt to the I'm like in debt to these kids. Like now I'm like shit. I'm almost done after this year, but I can't leave Tyson. I can't leave Gaber. I have them now. They're my boys. How do you? <clears throat> how much does seeing them, like like you said, some of them are are kind of with me. You know? Yeah. Definitely with Coach Pete. Yeah. Do you ever, when they don't perform, do you take it personally? No. No? No, because it's their, because then at the end of the day, it's their, it's their job to See, I take it personally. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean. You know, if somebody's not performing, you know. If, if there's a glaring problem, then sure. But if a kid goes 0 for 3 because he's swinging out of his ass on the third pitch. Am, right. I, am I supposed to feel that's not my problem? I've told him not to do that. If a kid botches a ball and he's not doing the thing the way I taught him, I don't care. It's his fault. But I mean, like, to, because I just see varsity guys, you know? Yeah. So when they get to me, they're either varsity ready yeah. or they're JV or they're cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? For you, your guys are going to be one of those guys. Yes. Right? So at some point, I might cut a guy that you worked with. Yes. Would that affect you? No. No? It depends on the kid. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we're very uh, open book here, and we communicate well with the recruitment and up-down and what we really think the kid's potential is. 
Um, and sure, I've coached kids that I don't think deserve to be on the team. I've already had kids that I've coached that have been cut. But uh, I knew before they were going to try out for Pete that they weren't going to make the team. Um, sure, if it's a top five guy that I had in that group, sure, I'll be like, it's going to hurt me yeah, because I they're think, my boys. But I think what I'm trying to say is, like, there, there, there's kids who don't buy into what you're teaching them. Yes. There's kids that don't correct things. Yes. I'm talking more about the kids who do everything right but just aren't performing. I don't think that I would feel – I mean, my my initial response would just be to help them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think I, I'd feel like it's my <clears throat> my fault that they're not performing or if I feel like I didn't give anything to them. And obviously, in perfect theory, that every kid I sh- – every generation I have should be better than the last because I'm learning more. Um, but right. I think as, as coaches, that's that's what I look at, you know. Yeah. Like right now. Like we just had a fall. Yeah. Who's better? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's my process. Who just got better over the last three, four months? Yeah. Who got better? Who yep. didn't get better? Why didn't they get better? But is it me? But only Is it them? You but, know what I'm saying? But only so you can only control so much. Right. And I learned that after playing is that sure, and I don't know how any of my coaches ever saw me, but I busted my ass in practice. Sure. And I did everything I thought I did everything right in practice, but I don't think I was in the weight room for more than five hours my time in high school. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah, I regret so, that. So can I be mad at Coach Maxwell or Coach Moyes that I don't throw 80? No. How can I? But so if a kid's, if a kid's doing things right when I see him, who the hell knows what he's doing when I, when I don't see him? And I, can't, I can only, and you know this because you're a coach, you can, only, you can only lead that horse to the water. But if he don't want to, if he don't want to push iron, he ain't going to push iron. Right. And he ain't going to throw 85. Right. And he ain't going to hit 10 bombs. And that's okay. Um, but I, I think, I, I don't know yet because I haven't had a, a guy play for you yet in crunch time. Right. But, like, next year when that's your junior class basically is my first team. Right. Yeah. I, I can see how if they don't perform, I would feel, I, I don't think I would feel like it's my fault, but I would it would hurt me. Right. That's, that's kind of what I was getting at. these like, kids are basically my family like, now. Because you want to, like when you coach, because I, I coached, you know, I started out as a, as a freshman pitching coach yeah, and a JV head coach and a freshman. And my experience was always like, those teams that I coached, what are they doing at the varsity level? And when they didn't play, when they didn't have good season, yeah, I, I took it personally. Yeah. You know, and, I, and it doesn't mean that I should have. Yeah. You know? But you want to see that success. Yeah. You know, I know as the JV guys, like, there's guys that I just got on varsity, you know, this summer who were JV guys last year. Okay. I don't know if that's going to work or not. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, what are we talking about? You're saying uh, when you get guys from uh, – yeah, when you get, you know, you, you got guys this last summer from JV. Yeah, so when I get guys and they perform, you know, I always wonder, like, how you guys feel down there. You know, like, yeah. Like that guy. I think I think that uh, it's not necessarily a good thing, but you, you grow an attachment to certain kids other than other kids because right. of the way that they work for you. And um, if they don't work for for the varsity coach you're kind of like it's like it's like they're your kid or something it's like right. they're their family and you're just like what are you doing 
Like, right. uh, we've had guys, I, I mean, most of our guys that perform for us, though, are performing for you. And that's how the average right. situation is going to go. And I've been only, I've only been here for one year of JV guys. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think my biggest thing is I just want to make sure that when you get guys and when Pete gets guys, they're polished. And if uh, I care less about their performance baseball-wise as that they know what they're doing and they're never going to give you problems. Um, and uh, that's baseball performance too. Like, they're polished. Um, but I don't expect them to move mountains. You know, it, that's I don't expect them to be um, a Zach Kreeth or to be uh, a Starkus who right. have the intangibles. Um, because that's you, you, that's you're born with that shit. You're born with one. They both those boys got talent, and both of them want to work their ass off. That's not normal, right? I, I wanted, I wanted, I tried to work my ass off at the field, but I, you know, no, I, I think no matter how much I lifted and stuff, I still wouldn't be as good as I, as guys I played with, because I just right. didn't have it. Um, but. I don't know. I, I I'll see you after this next year when you have Andrew and you have Dallas and you have um, Alex and Austin if they don't make the team in the spring and you have um, Ethan. Um, I'll see. We'll see how it goes. But what I do know is that the kids that I have on Pete's team are way more polished than the kids that were not with Pete or with me. Right. And even if they don't perform necessarily or they don't have the talent. You can tell which ones have been with me, especially the two-year kids. Um, if I've had a kid for two years, uh, you can tell that they at least know what they're doing. They may not perform because, I mean, people still don't perform even when they're at the top of their game. But I just try and polish the kids. And if I could see that when they come up with us and Pete, or with me and Pete, and uh, with you, that's all that I really care about. And that should follow with performance. But All right. Um, we'll end it there. All right. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, and, thanks for uh, having me. Talking about your life in baseball and your your coaching in baseball and yeah. Uh, like I said before, I appreciate everything you've done for the Thank program. You. You've only made it better. You know, um, I'm glad you could uh, be a part of state championship. You know, you, I'll take if, it. if you don't get it as a player, yeah. you know, you get four chances. And I want if it one doesn't with, happen. I want one with my boys um, now. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> you know, we're not done. You know, nope. we still have a goal, which is another one, and then yeah. another one, another one, and keep going until. I'm one in 5A. Yeah. Why not? That's the goal. All right. Till next time.